Hey guys, it's Riley back on Roxy Podcast. I'm here with Adam. Hey guys. Hey. So recently, we've been reading another book called The Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol by Charles、okay. Dickens, and this is a book. So we're going to tell you what happens. Where does the book happen? Where do they live? They live in London. London, and you've been to London. Yeah. What's London like? London, some. Times like kind of oldish. The London you went to, or the London that they live in. Both. So, how long ago did this story happen? Two hundred years ago. A couple, a couple hundred years. So more over a hundred years ago. There's no cars. There's no electricity. I don't think they have to light lamps and stuff.、Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's London a couple hundred years ago. Okay, so there's five chapters in this story, and、uh, ch- first we're going to talk about chapter one. Chapter one is called Marley's Ghost. Marley's dead, you know. That's the first. Actually, that's the first sentence of the book. First sentence of the book. Let's see if we can find that. Marley was dead, and then they're like, "We're super sure he's dead." <laughs> They signed off that he's dead, and Scrooge. Everyone saw his body, and they buried him, and he's very, very dead. Yes.、Uh, but this is not a story about Marley. Who is this a story about? Scrooge, and who is Scrooge? A very unkind man. In what way is he unkind? Um, he is unkind to people who likes to be merry. So, what is important to Scrooge? What does Scrooge care about? Money, 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 money. And why does he want money? Because does he party all the time? Um, not real. So why does he want money? Well, so it's kind of like he wants to have a big number in his bank account, or、mm-hmm. um, Scrooge McDuck, who is based on Scrooge, like a Donald Duck cartoon,、mm-hmm. had like a swimming pool full of gold coins to bathe in,、mm-hmm. and just being super rich, kind of. Mm. Uh, so, be having money is important to him, but he doesn't really enjoy his money. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. So Marley, Marley's dead. Yeah. And then Marley's dead. Marley's um, I just repeated that. So who is Marley? Marley is Scrooge's um working partner. Was his business partner. Was until he died. Yes, and then he's dead.、Um, we said that a billion times already. Anyway, say、so、yes. So one night. What night was this? It was on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, or like just before Christmas. Yeah, and then suddenly, somehow, some scary Marley's ghost came. Appears in Scrooge's. Bedroom, I think. Yeah, and I'm telling you not to search a picture or draw a picture because the description makes me very scared. Okay, so he, so and he's wearing chains, right?、The、yeah, he's wearing chains, and he has bandages on his chin. It's so scary.、Uh, well, for me. Okay, and so the chains have to do with all the things that Marley has done wrong in his life. I think, right? Yeah. And he has these very heavy chains all over him. Yes. And so, what does he tell Scrooge? Marley tells Scrooge that he, Scrooge will be expecting some、uh, three ghosts, and also tells Scrooge that these are the change of what he did bad in his life, and if Scrooge keeps on being bad and unkind, he will get heavier chains. Yeah, and he will end up like Marley, and Marley's like, "You're still alive. Maybe you still have a chance to change." Change. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then he says, "When the clock strikes one o'clock in the morning, the first ghost will visit you." Yeah. Okay. So chapter two is about the first ghost and the ghost of Christmas past. Okay. So、uh, first, the ghost of Christmas past um comes to his room, and then, what was he like? So, we go all the way back to when he was like a young schoolchild. Yeah. Right. And he's stuck in school. 
he can't go home. And I think all his friends are kind of playing, and he was, like, stuck at home reading books or stuck reading, like, with books and yeah. not really getting to play with his friends. Yeah. And then he saw another – the screen turned black. And then he saw another thing was that his sister came to the rescue. So his sister comes and says, like, come, it's okay. Come home. Come home from school. Come be with your family. Yeah. And then there was another scene of um, he was apprentice of the old Fezziwig. So this must be maybe when he's like 18, 20 or something, that he's just starting to learn his business kind of stuff. Yes, and Mr. Fezziwig did a party. So Mr. Fezziwig, does Fezziwig know how to party? Um, yeah. Yeah, he's like, DJ, you know what to do. There's a DJ. Hey! There's, no! There's so much food. There's no, that's that's in Monster Wars. Um, something else. Um, there was music, right? Wasn't there? Fiddler? Yeah, there, there was, was a fiddler. A, He's like DJ, a fiddler. DJ fiddler, fiddle that. You know how to fiddle. That's and not modern. That is modern. It's that's not, very modern. Oh, this isn't modern. You mean? No, no. The the party isn't too modern. All right, and there's dancing, and there's game, there's dancing, and Fezziwig enjoys life. Yeah, and then another scene was. Um, Scrooge has a girlfriend. Yes, but then she dumped her she, because she dumped her. I mean, she dumped him. She dumped him, and why did she dump him? Because Scrooge only cares about money. So you don't really care about me. You don't care about us. You just want your numbers in your spreadsheet. Not it's not a spreadsheet. It's a ledger book or whatever your accounting mm -hmm. book. That's the only thing that's important to you. And the last scene was. That there were lots of children, there were family, and there were lots of children, and the children was running around playing, and there's a grandparent with a daughter, and the daughter is happy with the grandparent, and they're talking and talking is happy with a big family. So it's all these kids running around, and this is kind of contrasting us with what is Scrooge's house like. Yeah. So what what Scrooge's house like is it um, lively? Lonely. Boring, dark. Yeah, so there's not really anything there. Um, and uh, Scrooge thought about a few regrets. He wished to give a little money to his clerk. Yeah, so actually I think we skipped over something that we maybe don't have in our notes right here. That, that after Marley came, mm -hmm. there, or maybe before Marley before. came, it was before at the very, very beginning, um... We saw Scrooge kind of in his life, right? In mm -hmm. his life, in his office. And what are the things that happened at the very beginning in the office? So a few people asked to give donate money to the poor. So some guys come in and say, it's Christmas time. We're collecting money for poor people so they can have a Merry Christmas. And Scrooge says, bah humbug. He says, bah humbug. These people, why don't they, if they need money, they should get a job. Yeah. That Are there not workhouses? Why can't they just go find go to a factory, work in a factory, and then I guess maybe they'll have money? Yes. And, and a nephew comes to visit. And then he says, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And then guess what Scrooge says? Humbug? Duh. That's his catchphrase. So he again says a bah, bah humbug. humbug. And the, so nephew says, come have Christmas dinner with our family. We'd love to have you visit, even though you're a mean old uncle. Mm -hmm. But please come to our family for Christmas. And Scrooge is like, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Humbug. Do not want to do that. And Bob Cratchit, yeah. his assistant, his clerk, um, does not – he says, like, don't waste any wood on the fire. Don't make a big fire. Don't – like, you don't get any extra time off for Christmas and no extra money or anything. And – it is – doesn't seem like a super nice boss, right? Yeah. Okay. So – Back to chapter two. Back to chapter two. So later he starts having a little bit of regrets of like I see how I kind of wish I could have been nicer to these people. Yeah. Um, and then maybe things would be a little bit different. Yeah. So now on chapter three – it's the second ghost, ghost of the present. So the ghost of the present come to him. And then the first stop was Bob Cratchit's house. Okay. 
And then they were having a Christmas dinner with the family. And we talked about what they eat. Do you remember what they were eating? What's that pie again? Bird pie. Uh, mince pie. Did yeah, mince, mince pie. pie. Uh, but I think the fancy thing was like they had a goose. Yeah. And they're poor. They don't have a lot of money. So this wasn't a particularly nice, awesome goose. But they were like, this is the best Christmas ever. This is the most amazing goose in the whole world. Mm -hmm. And they even, I think they said that there were a few bones left over at the end. Usually they eat all the bone, eat everything. The plates are completely clean because there's never enough food. Mm -hmm. But they were like, there was, we had enough goose that we didn't even have to eat all the bones. Yeah. Bones are the best part. I never eat the bones. Bones are delicious. Disgusting. Anyways, um, so there's this child mm-hmm. called Tiny Tim. And what's Tiny Tim like? Tiny Tim's joyful, happy, and merry. Uh, what about physically? What is he like physically? Active. He he is very frail and sick and little. Oh, yeah. Right? He's a very little – he's happy, but he's happy. He likes his family and he's – a nice kid, mm-hmm. but he's very little, very sick, um, and we think maybe he's not going to live for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we go some other places. We yeah, go, um, the next stop is they see a lighthouse. They see a lighthouse, and then there's a boat of like sailors working on a boat. Yeah, but these sailors, on Christmas... Eve, they become nicer than they were. So these are maybe not super friendly, happy people, but they're walking around saying, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and they have like this Christmas spirit, I guess. Yeah. So, and then they see Scrooge's nephew. He's in a room with his wife and sister and friend. Okay. And how are they doing? They're um partying. They're having fun? Yeah. And they talk about Scrooge a little bit too, right? Yeah. Do they like Scrooge? Nope. So the nephew is saying, oh, he's an okay guy. Like, we should be nice to him. And his wife and the friends are like, he's a jerk kind of, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we don't really like him. So, and then they started playing games. And then Scrooge started to become happier because he was playing around with them. So he, he is kind he is kind of getting involved. Like, he's thinking he's there and he's kind of starting to enjoy it with them. Uh, do you remember any of the games? Um, blind Man's Buff, Blind, blind Man's Bluff or Buff. Uh, do you remember how to play it? Yes, it's Marco Polo and Tag. It's Marco Polo, but it's more being mean, I think. Yeah. Right? It's like, I say, "Ah, Riley, I'm right over here, but you can't get me because you're super dumb. You're dumb and blind, and I'm right here, and ha 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 ha, you can't catch me. Mm -hmm. And so I guess they're having fun, and Scrooge is starting to get some Christmas spirit for himself, too. Yeah. And then chapter four is the last ghost, which is the ghost of the future. And this ghost is a little bit different from the other ghosts. Because the other ghosts talk to Scrooge, right? They talk mm-hmm. and explain stuff, and he converses with them. Mm-hmm. What does this ghost ghost do? Um, this ghost just shows him. Just points at stuff, basically. Mm. Points at stuff. Um, okay, so what does the last ghost of Christmas okay. future show? At the start, a few men is talking about Scrooge that he's dead, but they don't mention his name or anything, so Scrooge doesn't know that it's he's that th- that's dead. And are they saying, like, we really miss that guy? Isn't it a tragedy that Scrooge has died? No. They're saying, like, did you know he died? Yeah, I got it. Sure, y- bye. Yeah, so let's see if we can actually find that. That is one of the funnier passages in... Yeah, it's so funny. Like there are two best friends, and they were talking, and they left. Like just so. So these these are two businessmen, right? Oh, They're yeah. bi- businessmen, Business. colleagues of Scrooge, um, and they kind of meet each other on the street. And so this is the conversation they have: these two businessmen who are like close associates, worked with Scrooge a lot. He's known them for a long time. How are you? How are you? Well, old Scratch has got his own at last, hey. So I am told. Cold, isn't it? Seasonable for Christmas time. You're not a skater, I suppose. No, no. Something else to think of. Good morning. Good morning. 
and they walk away, and that was all this person they've maybe known for 10 or 20 years or something. That was all they care about for him being dead, that he doesn't really matter to them very much. And then we end up um, with some people in a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. where there's a guy who wants to buy stuff from some people. Mm-hmm. And what's the stuff that they want to, that they're, these people are trying to sell? Um, Scrooge's stuff. Scrooge's stuff. So I guess they found Scrooge's body and they decided he doesn't need these blankets anymore. He doesn't need these bed curtains, which are a thing, I guess. You have curtains on your bed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But that not that only for princesses? I think back then, because everything was so cold, you didn't have any heating, that mm-hmm. it might be good to have some curtains around your bed so more heat stays in your bed in the winter. Oh. Um, and they're like... It's not like he has any family, anyone who comes to – anyone who came to take care of him or, like, get his stuff in order. So we might as well just take it. We need it more than he does. Yeah. And there are other people who is very happy that Scrooge is dead because they were supposed to give a lot of money back to Scrooge. But now Scrooge is dead. They don't need to give it. Yeah. So – they were very, very worried that they were trying to, I think, trying to make an appointment, trying to see Scrooge and say, like, can we have a little bit more time because we don't have the money to pay you back, the money that you loaned us. Mm-hmm. And then it's again a husband and wife, and the wife is like, they are kind of happy that, hey, we feel maybe not happy, but relieved. And then they feel sad, like, we shouldn't feel happy that someone is dead, but we, our first reaction was, we were super relieved. Yeah, so um, another very sad thing. Back that, to the Cratchits. Yeah, Tiny Tim is dead. And this time everyone's like, oh no, so sad, so sorry. So everyone, even Scrooge's nephew, right? Mm-hmm. So Scrooge's nephew walks by Bob Cratchit on the street. And Scrooge's nephew, is he a nice guy? Yeah. He's super nice, right? And he sees Bob Cratchit looking very sad. Mm-hmm. And he says, Bob Cratchit, how are you? Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. And what does Bob Cratchit say? Um, yeah. So he just spills it out. He's dead. The tiny, tiny Tim is, Tim dead. is dead. And the nephew says, like, oh, like, I've heard about how wonderful your family is and your wife and your family. And please let me know if there's anything I can do to help. I would love to help. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. Then, so, last stop with the last ghost, we go to Scrooge's house, right? Yeah. Or Scrooge's office or There's, his house or something? This is the second last stop. Okay. Okay. Second last stop, we go to Scrooge's house, and uh, there's a dead body under the blanket. Right. And then... That's creepy. And then um, they go to a graveyard... Yeah. And then um, Scrooge, and then um, the ghost points to a gravestone, and then Scrooge was like, "Tell me, can uh, everything be fixed?" And what does the ghost say? Nothing. Nothing. And then Scrooge walks to the gravestone, and you know what's on the gravestone? Scrooge's name. All right. And what is Scrooge's reaction to this? He's like, oh, no, 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 I will be very nice. He's like, let me go back. I can change things. I will, like, he, or he's saying, like, can I change this? Is this set forever? Or I promise I will be nicer. I will try and be better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And chapter five, the end of it. The chapter is actually called the end of it. Chapter is called the end of it. Okay. So, um, Scrooge wakes up. Very- he wakes up and... I think some of these ghosts have, like, come from his bedpost turned into a ghost or something. Yeah. And his bedpost is back to being a bedpost. Mm-hmm. And what day is it? Does he know what day it is? No. He's like, how long has all this taken? There's been all these ghosts coming. What day is it? He shouts out the window to a boy. He's like, hey, little boy. What day is it? And the boy says. Why? It's Christmas Day. And it's a beautiful, sunny, maybe cold Christmas day in London because it's probably pretty cold. But mm-hmm. it's a sunny, bright, blue sky, nice day. And how does Scrooge feel? Happy. Being alive is a blessing. Yeah. And then he tells the boy to go buy a turkey and... What kind of turkey? The giant turkey. 
the giant. So he had walked by the shop, the Poulter's, the poultry store, mm-hmm. and they had the giantest tur- turkey he's ever seen. So giant that the turkey, he can't imagine how the turkey could even stand up on its legs because mm-hmm. turkeys have like little chickeny legs. Yeah. And it's a giant fat turkey. And what are we going to do with the turkey? Send it to Bob Cratchit. Send it to Bob Cratchit's house. And then what? And then um, when Scrooge went to work very early. So before that, we we missed a couple things. Uh, He goes out into the street. He's out in the street, walking around in the street, enjoying the Christmas spirit. Who does Mm -hmm. he see on the street? Some guy he, well, some guy that asked for money before. The guy who said, would you spare some money for these poor Christmas, for poor people at Christmas Mm -hmm. time? Scrooge says, get a job, you freeloaders. And he sees this guy on the street, and what does he say? He says, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And the guy is kind of like, Scrooge, hey, um, what do you want? And, and then Scrooge is like, give you money. I want to give you money. I want to make up for all the Christmases I didn't give any money. Mm-hmm. And gives him a bunch of money. The guy is super, super happy and says, I'll come see you. And then? And then, um... Scrooge goes to work early. Before that, still Christmas. Before, still Christmas. How does he celebrate Christmas? He goes to his nephew's house. He goes to his nephew's house, and they're very surprised to see him. Mm -hmm. But then they are still, their family, they still care about him. Nephew still definitely cares about him, and they're very happy that he came, I think. Mm -hmm. So, and then Scrooge goes to And then he says, I've got a surprise for Bob Cratchit. So I want to get to work super early, make sure I get there before he does. Yeah. And then um, uh, Bob Cratchit was late. Bob Cratchit is late, and then he finally comes in like half an hour after he's supposed to. And, and then how Scrooge, does Scrooge, what does Scrooge say? Hmm. I don't want this to happen again. He says, you've been a very bad clerk. Mm-hmm. Right? Come into my office. I have something to tell you. And he goes into the office. And says... Um, and then he was like, a Merry Christmas, and, uh, wait, what? Oh, a Merry Christmas, a Merrier Christmas, Bob, my good fellow, than I have given you for many a year. I'll raise your salary. So, raise your salary and assist your struggling family and... He, then he says, make a nice big fire. Let's get nice and warm in here. Yeah. Okay. And then they said he was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. And he was nice to everyone and everyone loved him. And they all lived happily ever, ever after. after. As Tiny Tim would say. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Okay, so now let's. That's what happens in the story. I think we mm-hmm. got the main points. Um, what do you think about Charles Dickens the way he wrote the story? Well, he has lots of description. Yes. Yeah, so sometimes, so one of the things that we are kind of joking about is what does he like describing a lot? Fruits, food, foods, foods. And do you have any idea why he might do this? I don't know, because he likes food? So it might be just that he likes food, but I think a little bit is... Telling that, how good food becomes in on Christmas? Yeah, that Christmas is... There are smells and foods that are very Christmassy, kind of like cinnamons and... Yum. Poultry, like turkey or Yum. goose or something. Yum. And like warmth and all these things that kind of put us in the Christmas mood, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I think that sometimes it's a little bit like we've spent three pages describing all the stuff in the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this isn't the long book, right? The book is only 100 pages, mm-hmm. and a lot of it ends up being um, describing. describing what people are eating at the party mm-hmm. or what there is in the store. And sometimes it's a little bit boring that we try and rush through it. But I think the idea is we're trying to put ourselves in Christmas time and make it feel like Christmas. Yeah. So another thing I like is the ending and the start. Ending and the start. So the start is a little bit strange. Mm -hmm. How does it start? Marley 
is dead. Marley is dead. What was he? Is dead or was dead? Either way. Was dead. Mar- to be uh, given with. Uh, and we – so the first page is just describing how we are very sure that Marley is dead. We don't know who Marley is. We don't know who Scrooge is. Um, but it does kind of grab our attention that Marley was dead. We kind mm-hmm. of want to find out what happened to him, right? Who mm-hmm. he was, what happened to him. That was pretty good. Mm. What about the ending? The ending, it's very happy. It's very happy, and it ends on a very sweet note, right? Mm-hmm. As Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. Mm-hmm. Might even be a little bit too sweet. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't know. Is that, is it, you th- do you like the ending? Do you like the, do you, yeah. you like the way it ends? The last chapter is kind of, it very much is a everyone lived happily ever after story. Even Tiny Tim, who never died. Yeah. Uh, do you have any suggestions of, if you were the editor, would you have any suggestions that you think could make this story um, more interesting for you? So maybe the story is very good, but for you, Riley, Roxy, mm-hmm. uh, is there anything that you think could have made this story a little bit better for you? For me, <laughs> maybe a little less description because it's a bit annoying when you have to read three pages of description and then you'll just go like, wow, this is so boring sometimes. For me, it's for me. It's just for me. You okay. know what and I mean? Yeah. So I think we talked about that being a little bit boring. What about the description of like the ghosts and stuff? Did we? Oh, that. Um. That's not that boring. That's not that boring. You said it's a little bit scary, some of them? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Marley's ghost, that was making too scary a little bit. Because if you actually search a picture or draw it, it's kind of scary. Okay. Um. So, anything else you want to say about the writing? And there's a lot of old words, some vocabulary that... I don't understand. We have to look up a few things. Yeah, um, uh, it's that, old. That he wrote this a long time ago. When did he write this? That um, Charles Dickens first published. So almost two hundred years ago, this was written. Um, yeah. So people in the Victorian era. So published in eighteen forty-three. Which is 175 years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. 175 years ago. Uh, people talk a little bit differently. People use different kind of vocabulary. We don't understand the games they play, um, so we have to look some stuff up. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so next thing we're going to say is, what does this um, book, what can we relate to other things that we've talked about, other things that we've learned, other things that we have done? The happiness course. Happiness. Okay. So we have been doing a Yale online course of the science of well-being, I believe it's called. Yeah. Uh, where we're trying to learn about what things make people happy, what things do we think pe- – do people think are going to make them happy but don't really work that well. So we are not finished yet. We haven't learned all the answers. Mm-hmm. But I think some of this stuff is kind of related to – who are the happy people and who are the not happy people in the story and yes. what are they doing that makes them happy. So first, let's go before any of these changes happen. Mm-hmm. What does Scrooge – what is Scrooge's goal? Scrooge's goal is to make lots of money. Make lots of money. And does that tend to be the kind of thing that makes people happy? No. And we also talked about like in the happiness course that do we want – to spend money on experiences or do we want to spend money on stuff? Experiences. And does Scrooge tend to spend money on experiences? Does he like to spend time with friends? Does he like to go travel or anything or? Um, he does not. He does not really enjoy any of that kind of stuff. I guess he has some stuff. Um, that he has some nice stuff that he kind of likes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does not really do a good job of making himself happy. What about, are there other characters that do better? Um, yeah. So, a couple, 
a few of the happy people. I think that Fezziwig, his first boss, mm-hmm. Fezziwig, what was he like? He's happy party all the time. That he has these big Christmas parties and he wants people to have fun and tries to be part of um, community, kind of. Mm-hmm. And nephew, Fred, uh, Scrooge's nephew, he was also always very happy, right? Mm-hmm. That he comes in, comes in at the beginning of to wish Scrooge a Merry Christmas and helps him to be happy. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, after all these ghosts come and go, Scrooge wakes up this first morning and what does he do? Savor. What is savoring? Savoring is, do you ever eat uh, ice cream and suddenly go like, this is so delicious. And then suddenly, slowly, slow motion, eat it and so happy. So sometimes I eat ice, I get like, I like get a big thing of ice cream and I sit down and I'm watching something on my computer maybe. And I'm just eating the ice cream. Before I know it, I've eaten the entire ice cream and I didn't really enjoy it that much. Yeah. So why didn't I, why didn't I enjoy that ice cream? Because you did not savor it. My attention was elsewhere, and I did not really enjoy eating the ice cream as much as I could have. Yes, and sometimes you could just slowly taste that taste in your mouth. And the stuff we have tends to – we get used to the stuff we have. We hedonically adapt to the stuff that is Mm -hmm. around us. And even if you have nice stuff, we don't really appreciate it. Mm Mm-hmm. In my family, did you know I'm the slowest ice cream eater? You're the slowest ice cream eater. Congratulations. Um, so Scrooge wakes up in the morning, and what does he do? Um, he savors. He savors the day. He savors the knocker thing on his door mm-hmm. that he must have seen thousands of times every day when he goes in and out of his house. And he says, wow, this is beautiful. Isn't it wonderful just being alive? And because he had a, what did he have? What kind of experiences? He had a everything is going to end kind of experience. Think about how soon things might be ending. You might be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything else that he did that helped him, that he also had a little bit of realizing how good he has it, that compared to how mm-hmm. poor and sad some other people are, that he is a little bit... Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, the other thing I thought about that we talked about was Maimonides' ladder of charitable giving. So these were the different ways, like the different levels of trying to help people. Mm-hmm. So the worst thing you can do is someone asks you for money and you're like, fine, I guess I'll give it to you, but I'm grumpy. And mm-hmm. the highest level is teaching someone to be able to – teaching someone the skills they need to be able to take care of themselves – because we would like to be able to take care of ourselves rather than um, depend on other people giving us money. Yeah. And so the thing I kind of noticed is that Scrooge is kind of in the middle in that he was like level three or four out of eight, I think, um, where eight is the best, um, where he gives a surprise turkey to Cratchit, right? Mm-hmm. Um so he knows that he's helping someone he knows, and he is kind of – does he get enjoyment out of thinking about helping his his worker? Yeah. That it's not like maybe there's other poor people who need it just as much, um, but he is also doing this in a little bit that he's in, enjoying seeing the happiness that he's bringing to other people, which is still like a middle level, like a very good thing, but maybe – he could be maybe not not quite the highest level, but still pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so I have a few questions for you about okay. the book. So starting with, uh, is the ending too happy? So Scrooge sees these ghosts and he's like, I'm going to be nice now. I'm going to give my money away. I'm going to be a pleasant member of the community and spend time with my family and basically, they all live happily ever after. So, mm-hmm. is that? Do you think that's realistic? Do you think that a Scrooge can change like that? 
Well, I think、um, a Scrooge definitely needs a few days, maybe even a few weeks, to change like that. But、um, he's very scared at at the end when he knows that Tiny Tim and himself is gonna die. So he knows things are coming close, and he wants to change if he has to change. To do that, so he has this. I guess you could call it a near-death experience, right?、Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe I can I can buy that he's going to change immediately. He's going to say, "I'm going to change everything." But do you think he might kind of go back to his old Scroogey ways of like his nature, the way he's lived for the last thirty, forty years? However, do you think he's able to just in an instant? Permanently change his nature and never go back to being a Scrooge. No, I do think sometimes people may go back to what they were before because, well, it's not impossible, but you know, it's very the starting new habits and changing who you are is very difficult. I think this is what we're going to learn in the happiness course、um, in a little bit, and a lot of people say. I'm going to start exercising and being healthy,、mm-hmm. and they can do it for a few weeks, few months, maybe, and then they kind of maybe go back to eating poison and not exercising and stuff. Yeah. So here in this story, the ghosts seem to have made a strong enough impression on Scrooge that he changed forever, and in an instant, he became nice. And people, most people. Some people are like, "What's this weird guy doing? He used to be such a Scrooge, and now he's being nice to everyone."、Mm-hmm. Um, and he, but he said, "Don't worry about those people. There always are people like that." And most people were happy to accept him and said he's changed and great. We're super happy. Yeah. Okay. Next question is: We have a few different ways that people can have value. We kind of think about what makes a person have value. So at the beginning, what does Scrooge think is important for being a valuable person? Money. Money, being successful at business, and having money in your bank account.、Mm-hmm. But then, what does the last ghost show him that kind of changes his mind about this? That he's gonna be dead. He's gonna be dead. And what happens when he's dead? Everyone's gonna steal their stuff. It does. Anyone care that he's dead? No. Or the only the the strongest reaction of anyone was the people who were like. Yay! We don't have to pay the money back right now. I'm so relieved.、Mm-hmm. Uh, who can we compare that to? Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim, and Tiny Tim. Did Tiny Tim have a lot of value in terms of producing stuff or yes,、uh, physical stuff in terms of making money or anything like that? No. That Tiny Tim is small and weak, needs people to take care of him, probably needs to go to the doctor and stuff. Um, but what happens when Tiny Tim dies? Everyone's like so sad. That he was the sweetest little kid. Everyone loves him so much, and so Scrooge has probably done some good stuff in terms of making a business, like being able to sell stuff to people and do some good stuff like that. That usually, when you sell stuff, you make money. But the people who buy stuff from you, they also are happy to buy your stuff because then they get your stuff, and it makes them happy too. So Scrooge has probably created a little bit of good in the world. Um, but who do you think is more valuable as a person? Um, Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Why? So why? Why is Tiny Tim? Why do you think Tiny Tim wins? Because Scrooge is a money before Scrooge. Is money, 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 minus, minus, minus. Not really. Well, everyone knows him, but he's not popular, and he has a lot of money. All right, he has a lot of money, and he doesn't really do anything with it, right?、Mm-hmm. He's all grumpy, and Tiny Tim's just fun, happy, curious, playful, and nice. Okay, so my next question is: How did Scrooge turn into Scrooge? So maybe we all have some genetic, some part of us kind of. Some of us want to be friendly and social all the time. Some of us、mm-hmm. are a little bit more quiet and reserved.、Um, but do you think that Scrooge was always destined destined to be a Scrooge, or did things in his life kind of make him the way he was? Make him. Make him. So, 
why, what do you think in his life made him into this mean old man who doesn't really care, doesn't care about his girlfriend, doesn't care about having a family or anything? How do you think a person can end up like that? If they experience something bad and sad, they'll know that it's meaningless to be kind anymore. Okay. And did something like that happen to Scrooge, do you think? I think so. But at the same time, like, I think some of it is kind of where he naturally wanted to go, that when he's like a young apprentice and seeing his boss being this full of life kind of person, right? Mm -hmm. And he maybe was not quite the same way. Yeah. Okay. So next question is, at the end, is Scrooge, does Scrooge just giving away lots of money, does that make him into a good person? That if you're one of the poor people in London and he's saying, here, have some money, that you'll be like, cool, I get some money, but do we like Scrooge? Is that, can he buy his way into being a good person? I think he um, did actually turn into a good person from where he was at the start. And why do you think that? Because at the start, he was, like, so bad, and he doesn't really care about anybody, and now he actually does care about people, and, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, So, we saw a few different families that we got to kind of meet a bunch of characters, um, who do you think was the happiest? Who do you think was able to enjoy life and make a good... So I guess we have two different ways of being happy. Mm-hmm. That we have party all the time and also like make a good impact on the world. Mm-hmm. So who do you think is the happiest person in the story? What character would you... The Cratchit family. The Cratchit. And why Cratchits? Because even though they are poor and not so, they don't not they don't really have a good life though. Um, they're always happy, and they are lively, fun, joyful. Although they're poor. Okay, basically. that's a good answer. And what character did you like the most? Do you think is most similar to you, or you could relate to hmm. in some way? So. There were not a lot of super interesting female characters. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Why do people... Well, probably Charles Dickens is a boy. Charles Dickens is a boy, I think I would Boys guess. Boys like to write boy characters. Girls like to write girl characters. Okay. So were there any characters, though, not thinking about whether you're a boy or a girl? Mm-hmm. Um, are there any characters that you think, like, that seems a little bit like me? Are you a Fezziwig? Uh, yeah. Are you a Fred? Uh, yeah. Are you a plump sister? No! But she liked, she was playing the games and Uh, she was... How dare you? It's not about, don't judge a book by its cover. It's not Mm. all about being your physical appearance, Riley. You're gonna laugh at me if I say yes. Okay. Uh, so, this brings us to the next question is... There are lots of male characters. I guess the ghosts are kind of its. Most of the ghosts, I think we call them its. They aren't particularly boys or girls. Um, but there are not really any interesting girls doing much of anything. That There's wives who make dinner and stuff. Um, but why do you think that there are not interesting female characters, really? Um, As I said before, Charles Dickens is a boy, so boys are more used to and likes writing boy characters. And I think also maybe going back to when this story takes place, Mm -hmm. that there weren't a lot in 200 years ago in London. Were there a lot of jobs women could do? No. That kind of your job was to take care of the house and make dinner and stuff, and maybe that's not something that's super interesting to write about, but maybe that could also be an editing note, like make your girls a little bit more interesting and say more about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because not just boys read books, that girls read books too, and they would enjoy the book more. Would you enjoy the book more if there were better female characters? Yep. Okay. So this is set in a time a little bit different from where we live, quite mm-hmm. a lot different. Um how does the setting 
how is a setting like part of the story or makes the story happen the way it does? London in London, there's lots of ways in London and lots of things in London. So there's lots of things. Um, differently from where we live, Shanghai. So um, makes it feel more old. Make so it makes it feel old, and I guess there is kind of a community where even though. There are rich people and poor people. They all kind of live and see each other and walk around the same streets.、Mm-hmm. And so these people out in the, it's a very lively kind of situation, right? That there's all these people out in the streets and like you can see these people bustling around in their Christmassy spirit kind of stuff.、Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So imagine that you are going to write a screenplay.、Mm-hmm. You are going to adapt this story, A Christmas Carol. To be set in Shanghai for Christmas this year.、Mm-hmm. Can you think about who would your Scrooge be? What would your story? How would it change if we were in Shanghai now rather than in London a couple hundred years ago? My Scrooge would be、um, a girl from a rich family who's. Care about her looks instead of anyone else. So care about her looks. So something that's a little bit different than your girl is that would this girl like to party all the time and or spend lots of money? Yes. So that is maybe a little bit. I, mean, I guess it could be. It could be adapted like that, right? That's not quite like what Scrooge is like, right?、Mm-hmm. Um. And what kind of things would a ghost show for the past, present, and future? Past,、um, probably. Hmm. Probably. So school, maybe, or like maybe. early. So, what could happen at school that makes this girl the way she is? She could be the ugliest girl in school. She could be ugly. Okay, not very nice, but hey. Uh, anything else we could see from her being her young life? Um, she gets bullied. She gets maybe gets bullied, or like isn't popular, or doesn't have a lot of friends, maybe.、Mm-hmm. And then she gets a job, right?、Mm-hmm. And then she gets lots of money. And what does she want to do with her money? Yeah,、uh, spend it. She wants to spend her money, and what kind of stuff does she spend money on? Makeup. Makeup. Bags.、Right. Bags. Lots of girl stuff. Stuff, not experiences. Nope. Doesn't care about experiences. Just wants to spend money on stuff.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and what about present? Would it even be Christmas if it's set in Shanghai?、Nope. What? It would be. Would it be your spring festival, the eve of spring festival, or what? What China is there? A Chinese holiday that has a. Something similar to like Christmas spirit. Spring festival. Spring fest- festival. Everyone, everyone goes home to be with their families, and the girl is like, "I want to stay and keep working and keep looking in the mirror at my reflection." At my reflection, um, and don't care about my family. Don't care about stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. And so, ghost of present shows her. Um, there's this. Another girl that she bullies a lot, and she's not that pretty. But it shows how she is very the sort of ugly girl is actually the popular one. Okay, and what about Christmas future? Future. Um. Do they have graveyards in China? Hey, she's not gonna die. She's a little girl. She's a little girl. She's, she's not a, a little girl. She's, she's a little girl not, who's already a Scrooge. She's not a little girl who's already Scrooge. She's, she's not old, but she's, she's. Not but this、old. is Christmas future, right? We go to look at Christmas future.、Uh, yeah, Christmas future. She'll be very poor. She'll have no money, and she'll become ugly again since she used up all her products, and no one likes her. Okay. And what do our Chinese ghosts of Spring Festival, past, present, and future look like? Um, past 
would look like olden Chinese stuff. Okay. And presents would be more modern, and the future will be even more modern. Like a robot, robot ghost. Yeah. Like a Trash Eater Three Thousand robot ghost. No, Trash Eater. Th- Ugh. Could that would be? Would that be scary? Does it look terrifying? No. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on a Christmas Carol? Um, uh, not really. What is your overall, what is your rating for, how would you rating your recommendation and your rating of A Christmas Carol? Zero to ten. Um, this, well, since I already know what's this story going to be like, when I read it again, it doesn't, isn't that so interesting. So, for all our, all our podcast listeners, we kind of, we told you the story of what happens. Yeah. Uh, but do you recommend that they go and read it and... Yeah, it gives a very good message. Very good message. And Probably. what what ages do you think this book would be good for? Um, there are some hard words. That... So probably young kids can read it with an adult. Young kids can read it with an adult. And what about if you're going to read by yourself? How old do you think you would have to be to be able to enjoy this book? In uh, me knowing it's every way, probably 12. 12, you think? Okay. So in like three years, then you'll be able to read by yourself. I'm 10. <laughs> okay. And what's your, so your rating? Did we give it a rating out of 10? Oh, yeah, um, 8.99999. It is a 9. I always do that. Just like everything else, 8.999. What do we give Animal Farm? 8.99. Wait, actually, yeah, 8.99. So, I think, did you like Animal Farm a little bit more than this book? Yeah. It's but, more, Animal Farm has a more action interesting, and this is just looking at the past and seeing what has happened. But at the same time, so, yeah, so I think another, if we're going to compare the books a little bit, I would say the characters here are a lot better. That Animal Farm is just about the plot, kind of. That the characters mm-hmm. are not particularly three-dimensional and have, like, they yeah. don't really understand what they want. They're just kind of, Animal Farm is a fairy tale. This is also kind of a fairy tale, but I think the char- we get a little bit more of the characters, maybe. As me, I think Animal Farm is better because there's more plots. Because it's just me. I like more story. And Vic, Riley does not like describing things. Exactly. I like imagining the character as its own and seeing it in action. And talking. And, and people talking. Talk. Dialogue, lots of dialogue, lots of people talking. Okay, so I think that's about all we have to say for yeah. Christmas Carol. Thanks for listening to uh, Roxy Podcast Episode 2, A Christmas Carol. We'll see you next time. Bye.